0: Give me, a bad bad. Give me another bad bad. Oh, give me a better bad bad. Oh, a real bad bad.
1: Welcome to Under the Influence. Hey, this is a uh, show where we talk a little bit about film. Yeah. A little bit about our favorite filmmakers, you know, maybe uh, a little fellow named John Cassavetes might come up once or twice, <laughs> but we'll save that for later. So uh, my name's mate, Max,
2: mate. and uh, I'm this trying not Mac? to talk over you. No, please. You can talk over me. My, this is Mac. Uh, I don't want to talk over you, though. These are not nicknames. These are our born names. This is not, it's like radio show, DJ, Mac and Max. We could be coming at you, but- We could. We could. We actually, we'll, if we'll this take fails- you, We'll take it nice,
1: we'll nice and easy
2: we will join an
1: AM radio station. Yeah, so we're gonna talk a little bit about, you know, what we're here to talk about, which is film. So, and you know, and maybe some
0: film that's
1: not as uh, you know, well known as other films. So maybe exploring some directors who don't get, you know, the love that maybe we feel they deserve out there. I mentioned uh, the little Greek God, John Cassavetes earlier, certainly somebody that we'll you know talk about later. Um, well,
2: elaborate for me on that a little bit. I'm hogging up. Well, space. no, I mean, we basically Wait. were constantly bullshitting and constantly like getting on phone calls or whatever, and just talking and talking and talking. And usually, I mean, you know, imagine like the is it Greece where there's like the phone call where it's like, hello, or is that bye bye birdie? <laughs> Oh, Greece! Oh, I, for some reason, I thought you—I th- thought you meant the country, Greece. So I was absolutely. Like, I what do they have? Different phones there? Um, they do. Um, yes. No, you're right. It's it's. Everything Greece. is played out it's in like, montage in Greece. Like, exactly. No, no, you're thinking. No, no, it's by Birdie. No, I'm sorry. You're right. It's by Birdie. Hello. This is Point Glory. Yeah. No, you're right. It's by Birdie. Anyways, but yeah, this is the kind of segues into madness that frequently you'll
1: encounter if you listen to it this. Shows, uh,
2: it shows we're deep, deep film nerds like i guess they're like sometimes you you got to get out on that stage and dance i don't know yeah yeah i just dance baby um but yeah, elaborate. Know, so basically no. We just we we were best friends. We've elaborate. known each other for like I think what 15, 17 years or something like that.
1: Well, I'm not very good with dates, so I certainly won't try to no, put a date on we've it, decided
2: but not to. Yeah, yeah whatever,
1: boy, to I remember. Listen. I remember as a young gentleman, I've seen you in a play somewhere, man. I can. Well, that's like that's one of my yeah. first memories of
2: seeing you somewhere. I don't. Well, we we didn't come become together. We grew up together. We live across about. the country now, so we can't record this in person at all. At sure. most of the time, uh, maybe we will someday. But um, Oh, I, I know that we will. I think we will. I put um, think we will. Yeah, no, we've known each other a lot. While, obviously, you're a huge influence on me in terms of, like, getting me into a bunch of different films because you were always kind of ahead of the curve, uh, at least for our age group. Well, thank you. Deal. I often think of myself as a, you know, maverick. Well, I mean, like, uh. there, there are a lot of people, like, either <laughs> they had an older brother or an older sister for or, sure. like, somebody to kind of be their tastemaker. And, like, we definitely... I didn't have that. I mean, I have an old older sister but you know we're just different she wasn't into movies or you know doing different things i anyways feel the flattery
1: coming on just i know it's beautiful just just lather me up with flattery yeah
2: yeah i just that's what i'm here for uh (laughs) it's nice and soapy it feels good (laughs) that's good No, um, but anyways, we we're constantly bullshitting about film, and we're constantly talking, and and you've really, like, really back in high school, I think, you've helped me inspire my taste, but then we've kind of now, I think our taste is like, you definitely still are way out of the curve on me on a lot of different things, but now I have
1: to live up to some goddamn, like, reputation
2: that you made me out to be some clever person, that I'm really just, like, some fucking
1: potato who sits there and just, like... Watches bullshit all the time. I mean, it's. I have a lot of movies from the Criterion Collection. Certainly, same, same. Uh, I have many leather-bound Criterion. You know, <laughs> I have that Andre Zawalski possession <laughs> with the with the velour leather, on the leather, side of it.
2: Leather-bound Criterion. I kind of can't believe that's not a thing. Yeah. Well,
1: they won't. You know, it's controversial now that
2: they haven't gone 4K yet. So. Yeah. Oh,
1: Ooh. But so not to get off track. But anyways, no, but, we
2: bullshit about films. We yeah. talk about films. We we talk about television and books and art and whatever we're watching. But for the most We'll certainly movies. probably
1: we'll bring up comic books certainly because we're both a couple of uh, big time um, homegrown comic book boys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You, you but go, I think you go further back with that than I do even. You're like a you had the hard like DC Marvel education kind of thing. Well, go, well you know? I th- we talked about it previously.
2: as like my my back top before
1: they started making those those hip uh, Martin Scorsese roller coaster film movies, you know. <laughs> way back way back when
2: um yeah no my, we'll edit that in post i that, don't know how that no out. that's that's okay. that's okay that's another that's another side the comics is another sidetrack because we could sure. talk about comics over but Boy, no, basically, it'll come up certainly
1: we we're always bullshitting
2: ourselves. and we're always sitting there talking and talking and talking and we felt like we watched a lot of obviously like film interviews film criticism not film i mean i don't know criticism but but, you know, people talk about movies, actors, directors, filmmakers, talking about movies, talking about the process, talking about like what it was like. Um, but we also, we kind of found that there was this gap, you know what I'm saying? Like there was sure. this kind we of f- like gap f- in between like. Absolutely.
1: There's, there's something like we, we try to hit on that sweet spot where we feel like there are a lot of filmmakers who probably, despite the fact that they have, you know, shelves of awards, you know, right. for lack of a better visual, um, who get all of this merit and who are, you know, in the Cannes Film Festival, featured in the Venice Film Festival, who have, you know, this, this big attention on a, on a global scale. Um, and at the same time, you know, one of my favorite filmmakers is somebody who's won the Best Writer Award at the Cannes Film Festival. And you would ask, you know, probably like 95% of film fans who, you know, somebody like Hal Hartley is. Uh, trust and maybe flirt might not ever uh, be distributed on dvd because what? of legal Why? craziness with music or... well, it's music. no it's just uh the company i who had the rights went oh. out of business another company bought their library and their
0: legal problems or something wow.
1: and they would have no idea who you're talking about and again i don't know what that necessarily says i don't you know his films you... don't get they don't get the exposure that they probably
2: deserve yeah. but again i was just gonna say you're the Nobody's only person about I've ever heard talk about Hal Hartley, and maybe that's probably just, I don't know, I'm not hanging out with a bunch of filmmakers pleasure, or whatever. Had the pleasure of being in the same room as him, even.
1: <laughs> My, yeah, no, I mean, a, I, I just, and
2: we talked about this, too, is like I, I kind of naively thought at first, like, oh, the premise of this sh- this thing is, we're going to teach people about because no one knows about them, and it's like, no, sure. every, like, it's a, they're, yeah. they're known, like, they're oh, famous. Sure. Somebody's
1: going gonna to school us, if this goes up on YouTube, somebody will school us on every video and yeah, let us know what we... Oh what we missed and that were wrong and how to do it right. I can't, you know? I'm
2: just really looking forward to that. Hey, we it welcome it. those comments. Um, and I yes, think no, physical, please. physicalized. Yeah, send me a letter, possible. preferably in the form of a bomb. Um, Oof, dark. Yeah, but you know, ooh, we'll be
1: going. We'll be. We'll be going. That's dark. the kind of comedy yeah. you're gonna get. That is cutting edge. You just. We just lost a handful of children right there. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> those ten year olds are now not gonna listen to it. If the oh. happiness poster didn't already give away the fact that we're gonna be like pruning away <laughs> casual viewers, you know. Oh. Wait. Okay. Okay. Slowly. Um, slowly.
2: So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we basically we just wanted to record give it, give us a chance because we work together creatively. We've also grown up together. We're, we're best friends. Sure. So we're, uh, we're we, collaborative, yeah. we're
1: collaborative partners. We've written yeah. things together not to go into it, to yeah. brag about yeah. our, all of our incredible achievements oh, that we don't God. have. Oh, um, but yeah, we are both, we're both people who have a little bit of creative education, yeah. a little bit of school, both went to college, both, you know, yep. spent that
2: money in a good way and, oh, learned how to, and learned how to be creative and artistic. Oh in man, that expensive piece of dude. That piece of paper, man, is just, whew. It looks good, though. It's so. pricey. It's nice. It's very nice. Make it into like a T-shirt. Ooh. Oh, that'd be nice.
1: Um, a so <laughs> we, we really want to talk about certain, you know, filmmakers again. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the fact that we have very similar tastes sometimes, we are two separate individuals, certainly. So we it's will, true. we do have different obsessions and fascinations, but many times they do converge with one another. So, I mean, we literally have a List where we're going to go through, and we're going to explore some of these uh, so-called auteurs, as uh, Francois Truffaut would tell you. Uh,
2: they are called. Even which is though, like. Go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna be take a give a real hot just take. Gi- just give. Just give a hot take. And maybe we lost just five, five French New Wave French cinema fans. Don't yeah. want to this. Sure, of course. People. But I'm not a big Truffaut fan. Oh. And I don't think you are. to take. I don't think that's well. It's, I haven't I'm, seen a lot of his films. Fair sure, but, sure. but what I've seen We're we're not gonna be covering Francois Truffaut. So exactly. Be, the, the, that's perfect and that's a good lead into what yes. we're we'll
1: so, so we're gonna be so what we're gonna be talking about on, you know, the show um, is gonna be basically directors who haven't gotten, you know, the the mainstream exposure that obviously we can we can supply because our connections are oh, limitless. Endless, dude. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, as I said, our, our French friends, we call the auteur theory, which is just briefly kind of where we're going to come from when we're talking about films. So the way that you and I have explored film and has been kind of like an interesting way to get an idea of what a filmmaker is and the ideas that they're going to explore right. is to just start from the beginning and watch everything chronologically and just kind of take that journey and watch them grow as a filmmaker and learn about them and see how they learn about themselves. Um, And just between the two of us, I mean, we've just found it to be an incredibly fruitful, you know, rewarding experience almost every time. I mean, certainly we've watched films by these directors, but then having then that opportunity to watch them in succession and discuss them is just makes it so much more pleasurable. Yeah,
2: I I totally agree. The pleasure, the pleasure. Um, The the one thing I'm thinking of is, because you 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 mentioned us watching films by director, and I'm honestly trying to. I we I come from the days, and again, we're not like some fucking old men at this point, but I'm we're getting there. older. I'm feeling it. You know, yeah. we, we come from the days of we used to post the movies that we watched daily. Because again, we've we've never we, we weren't always like close in proximity, so we couldn't talk about it all the time. But we did you post I come them back on an MS DOS floppy disk. <laughs> I had a a track of my movies. No, I did. I don't think I would ever even try to use phantom it. of the paradise Point, soundtrack yeah. on eight track that would be cool i kind of i'm sure think that are, ever happened uh, unfortunately just like the people who collect vhs there are people who collect a track and they're I'm like sure. this is the best quality well actually. there's some stuff you know there's some stuff that never made it off of a track i'm right. sure that's fine but when someone's like i want to watch the vhs copy of this movie and you're like there's hey. a there's a blu-ray of it they're like this is better and it's like some people have a vintage taste. They want it's to experience very, yeah. it. It is it is the David, it was meant to be. It is it is the David Cross character in Mr. Show. It's a mini Victrola, and it allows me to listen to the only decent music ever committed to Vinyl. Vinyl?
1: Yes. Um So essentially we're gonna try to come at it from a director based
2: angle. So Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm sorry to divulge just or divulge, uh, diverge from the track a little bit, but how did you we got get it? Was it college? Come back on that track. Or, or just something like, I, I, I don't know when it was. And again, dates aren't really important, but like at some point you and I figured out that like picking a director and starting right from the beginning was not only like a really great way just to watch like new movies you hadn't seen, but like you do really like, and some it's not for, it's not every director. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm currently watching Michael Mann films. Sure, it's not as inter- Some directors, it just doesn't work as well. Love his films. He's an interesting person, but I'm not really concerned with watching a lot of interviews with him. Right before that, William Friedkin.
0: Oh, I'm like you. I have no regrets about only God forgives. I think it's a masterpiece, and it is. I just didn't make it very expensive. Is there a doctor in the house? We we need to get a medic in here. Is there is there a doctor around? <laughs> I just didn't make it. If you I, think, think that's a masterpiece, inex- what is Citizen Kane? It's great, but it's very. It was an inexpensive.
2: I'm obsessed with him he's sure. he's fascinating well, and again know. different different i don't people are going to hate you different ways certainly and everybody's got their preferences but but i wonder gonna, how we got to exploring people just by direct i, I again it doesn't matter maybe well, maybe it's irrelevant yeah but it's, no i mean
1: it, i i mean i was always coming at it from a collecting angle so I, as a kid i was a big point. collector and we talked about how you know we watched just like endless vhs that we came from the generation where parents hey, would get a out. room of kids together and they would just yeah plop you down in front of a tv and stick a tape in and we would watch you know as you just said Willy Wonka like 600 times so that's the generation that we came from yeah. so again that and me created this almost like collector mentality of that I had all these videotapes that I wanted to collect and then that
2: spiraled into dvds and that's exactly blu-rays it. and so on and so forth and, and then don't... you you try to find these reasons for collecting and try to like how can I rationalize like my collection, like how can I organize it or how can I change it sure. so it's not just like things I like yeah. and like or it I mean, adds another layer. And then yes, yeah, so eventually me, you start, you know. I mean, uh, you know, for me, I
1: can go back and pull that. I really enjoy the universal monster films.
0: Now at the spectacular price of fourteen ninety-eight each, suggested retail. Frankenstein, Dracula,
1: uh you know dracula frankenstein and definitely th- those gave me those came in box sets universal did those in box sets on vhs and those definitely gave me like a sense of chronology and how those movies occurred Ew, and, like, that's a good belong so that yeah, certainly like I
2: about certainly about that.
1: formed some kind of a a loose idea of how that stuff worked for me that's again, interesting i came yeah. in i came into dvds i was collecting a lot of dvds i was criterion collection you know you had yeah, yeah, you had criteria whenever not not right away but maybe around 2002 2003. You, so. Did you have laser
2: disks? I didn't have too, laser or?
1: no, didn't we, didn't we didn't we weren't a laser disk family but we definitely jumped into DVD. And like I said I can remember getting the uh, my pride and joy I think my first DVD was the Wild Wild West snapper case the oh, Barry Sonnenfeld masterpiece. But amazing, speaking of yeah. auteurs, mm. Barry Sonnenfeld. Sure. But uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about John Cassavetes. We're gonna talk about who else who else is another director that we're gonna focus on.
2: Well, I I, ew, I don't want to give away. we I mean, only I, yeah, no someone, spoiler someone, alert. Someone, no John I'm Cassavetes right. has been yeah, given away for, at this for point. two people listening. No, I I because we also not that it's like something we want to avoid, but we do think about like I just for example when I'm watching films by director, I look at a director and I'm like, oh Sidney Lumet, I want to watch all his movies, but he has like. Forty-five movies. Sure, and it's like This is this is this is great, but I I can't possibly one. So maybe it's hard we're to gonna find be, half we're gonna be there to offer you almost an
1: express version of the Sydney Lumet experience. Very
2: very. True. We're gonna be there to give you the spark notes of the Sidney Lumet. Experience. The, no no no. Very true. I just say Sydney Lumet because I'm talking excuse me, I'm talking about in terms of how I choose directors. Sure. And so I, I do try to choose something that's manageable in terms of like, okay, well, I have sure. a Sydney job, I have a little bit
1: unwieldy.
2: Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna be watching Sydney Lumet films for the next four months. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I want and then to, like, even again, not somebody that we're necessarily
1: gonna be talking about, but even like the Coen brothers could be almost like an unwieldy. Absolutely. You know,
2: and, and, and so that's definitely something down the line again, like,
1: they have a lot sort of films.
2: Of, is what I didn't say there. Yeah, if there was Do a that, momentum a where movement. it's like, oh, we want to pick someone like the Coen Brothers, and like, oh, that makes sense. But what we can ultimately, what we're trying to say is
1: that we're gonna we're gonna come at you from a programming standpoint, in that we're gonna choose a director, and uh, you know, not to give things away here, but Todd Solins is gonna be our first director who we explore. So, you know. He's he's an American independent. He's one of the probably I I hate to kind of throw like textbook terms out because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, despite that I may have pretended to read those textbooks. But um, he's definitely like one of the last big American independent filmmakers. If that's a fair of the old of the old style before digital Yeah, I mean I don't because know if you Jets, could immediately I can't I don't you know I'm not immediately going to come at me and say yeah. like, oh well what about like the Softy brothers or somebody mm-hmm. like that who's very like young and very like hip right now and is it, Yeah, I don't not an independent I'm,
2: filmmaker. But he's he's definitely I think the last of a yeah, dying. I'm movie. not I'm not in I'm not in depth enough into the film more where I can be like, Well, this person's getting this much funding and this person got this much funding. Sure. So but I this think time, I think you're I think you're cutting yourself a little bit short. I think you can definitely yeah. I think you can definitely put in. Uh, I mean, I can take a big picture that. and look at it and be like, "Yeah, it yeah. seems like." Well, from I mean, how many films have the Saudis made?
1: It's an like interesting five, comparison. Maybe, but that's good. But these guys are making really, really small films on
2: like very small budgets on digital. Yeah, and point. technology is different too. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm talking Top about. He's the mostly last shooting the whole- on 35 for the most part for a while. At least.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So he's kind of like that. One of those, in my mind, those last big guys who was able to like get up the funding for a big Absolutely. major motion picture who was able to, you know, before the streaming the world money. took over, or sure, before digital happened. And mm-hmm. again, he's somebody who very much embraced digital, and that's something he would. Oh, you know, yeah, it's worked for him. He yeah. shot, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dark Horse and Wiener Dog were shot on the Red One, or one of those was. Oh, uh. interesting. So,
0: right.
1: He's very much at the forefront of technology on that end, but you know, he talks about it himself, and...
0: It's never been easy to get money for, for films made outside the studio system. It's always been very, very difficult. Um, But, uh, I think now the difficulties have uh, moved into uh, another phase where um, I don't think there's any going back to uh, the benign, it's really difficult. Now, um, uh, the the uh, the market um, has redefined what makes economic sense and what is possible for a filmmaker outside of the studio system to function, um, and movies continue to get made, and I think will continue to get made, and I think they will continue to be very impressive and surprising work to come. Um, however, much less there is much less money. Uh, to invest in these films
1: we're starting to get into the the nitty-gritty of todd sullins here um not to just dive right in but you know he mentions how he can he can barely get a movie made anymore and he just oh yeah opportunities to present themselves
2: he 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 just waits for that right moment uh and this is jumping 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 way ahead but like his his movie love child that he's talked about making that i mean it's it's on imdb it has a full cast almost sure well it, it's fallen apart a couple times unfortunately yeah the money didn't
1: come together it sh- doesn't I get enough it's i think it's in yeah. spain is where they're shooting yeah. it it's yeah. somewhere outside of the united states and it's like that brings us full circle to the fact that somebody who at this point again i know that we're talking about filmmakers who maybe you guys haven't heard about or maybe who you're not as familiar with but I know it's kind of hard to see on the poster but it has the laureate banner on top that's uh for the 1998 con film festival and he they won the international critics prize and again we're talking
2: about a filmmaker who was at the con film festival and, and the, and the year before, not even the year before that sorry the film before that he's winning Sure. But well, we don't. The, the critics' yeah, so prize
1: at the, at, at Sunday. He won that. He won the jury prize for Welcome to the Dollhouse in '95. Um, yeah, I mean, he's 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 got he's gotten the,
2: the awards. He's gotten you know. He's gotten the international success, and basically, like in the film circuit, it's like, whoa, like this guy's for real. Absolutely, he's a he's he's a force to be reckoned with. He's
1: an American. Uh, race. He's a distinctive filmmaker, and it's simply that somebody who has had this much success cannot. Even get a film made, and yeah. again, not that he needs our help, and not that we're going to be able to do a damn thing about it. But certainly, you know, it's fun to talk about. At least we can do is try to talk about these guys, and maybe and celebrate that them. one more and celebrate them, and hope that maybe one more person sees the movie and says, "Wow, this yeah. is really affecting and is you know horrifying or beautiful or both at the same time, and I want to go out and I want to do something."
2: Oh, absolutely. Not Again, even if it's that's like, little, I want to make films. It's like, yeah, God, do whatever crazy. you want. Just be creative. Just do something. And I don't, I mean, that's, it's, the only reason I say that is because, I mean. We're, we're, we buoy- we're, we're, we're both buoyed by the John
1: Cassavetes spirit of uh, yeah, I mean, it's, life and creativity, which is the, the man was uh, electric with just love and kind of encouraged yeah. everyone to just like shake them out
2: of the fucking oblivion I think that television I think has lulled them into
1: that you're watching <laughs> I, right now. Brain drain. Yeah,
2: I think it's safe to say we are both in the like cult of Casavetes. Absolutely, and we are just like you'll have to deal with us. Yeah, no, it's it's the idea of like whatever you do, whatever it is, as long as you're passionate, doing something creative. Or not? I mean, well, yeah, it's creative and just making like whatever your art is or whatever. Just do it and do it with full passion. Sure. And then if you can bring someone else about... in and like bring this kind of web of like, there is this kind of community and communion like. That sure, sounds it's, love. Weird. it's it's that it's identification yes, that, identif- yeah, it's like it's this that uh, identification that each individual person ethereal, has something beautiful ethereal, about them so and I'm looking for ethereal 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 just like this kind sure. of bigger than like life just like Absolutely. We're getting kind of like bong hit theories, sort sure, of Sure, sure. That's uh, going to happen. Yeah. You know, the name yeah. of the show is Under the Influence and yes, we're not UTI. We uh, oof, <laughs> the most
1: attractive
2: uh, acronym just, certainly. It's just, just the best thing. But we got a bad
1: UTI. We definitely, yeah, we definitely uh, want to infect you with our certain brand of film discussion. But John, Cassavetes, make... is, John Cassavetes is somebody oh, who's oh. literally just, he's infectious. I mean, not to that, I didn't do that on purpose either, but he's, <laughs> he, he's literally, I mean, he's somebody who, you know, you watch a movie and this is something that we uh, kind of yeah, mean... skimped over earlier, but you watch something like uh, Faces.
2: Oh.
0: You you mean he goes
1: and it's just like maybe yeah, maybe that's a bad example because that's Two and a half. It
2: gives you life hour movie, but it just it just you gives watch you something like, like that a and reason you, to live. Like absolutely. at least for me, it, at least for me. And you know what? It's some people. For them, film is not that medium. And that's why I don't care. that's not the people sure. who are going to be listening. But no, we want to show you that it can be that medium. Yeah, and, and for the people you who are who maybe it younger or whatever, it's like no, this this can be something to even if it's who like, is John Cassavetes? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I love Cassavetes, dude. He's
1: he's definitely yeah. juicy. That's for sure. Um. Um, but, but yeah, think- no, I
2: mean, so we chose Todd Sollins because he kind of fell under that same umbrella of like, of John Cassavetes, where it's like, absolutely a guy with film people, but like, maybe like, He's
0: hey moving, man, I mean, Todd Sullins is in
1: the Criterion Collection. Life go. during wartime's got the spine, yeah. you know. Somehow, so, that's like the only one. It's very strange. Um, if you're not familiar with the Criterion Collection, which we've already mentioned many times, this is clearly a paid advertisement for the Criterion yes. Collection. So thank you Criterion Collection for supplying us with your beautiful 4k restored transfers and depth. Thank you for all the Just free Depths of special features.
2: I to send because I've mentioned this. Hey, um,
1: I don't have that Ingmar Bergman box set. You can get I my would, address. I oh, don't but not, have
2: a copy of The Third Man or The Man Who Fell to Earth. I Perhaps do. I, shut, up. shut up. Perhaps so, I could be sent a copy. The Criterion. I love the Criterion Collection, and I think it is a number one. They're not watching anymore. They
1: what already turned saying?
2: it off.
0: Nothing more than feelings. Trying to forget my feelings
1: of love. So... Naturally, the first thing that you do after you get a BA from Yale is you immediately go to New York University and try to become a filmmaker. Right, right, and what he was <laughs> That working... seems like the
2: natural progression, obviously. Right. Any genius but would But he do. also, what, I don't know the timeline specifically, but he did work as like a delivery boy for like the yes. Writer's guild of America. So, so I feel like- So a it very makes interesting sense. career segue. That's to... probably like an interesting, like he gets, his, he gets his BA in English from Yale. He's back and he's like, I wanna live in the city. And he's delivering scripts for like the writer's guild. So it makes sense. He's like, Oh, I got that. Like I, and he's already a writer and he's probably already writing scripts. So like yeah, it, it always makes it it totally his trajectory makes a lot of sense, but at the same time it's I don't know. Absolutely. Well it's interesting because not many people go
1: to Yale and then turn around and go to film school. Yeah. yeah. That's the and smartest he, motherfucker who ever went to film school that I've ever known. It so, <laughs> makes sense though, yeah. It I does, mean, it does. So he's, you he's he a gets, talented writer. He's clearly absolutely. A, very he's a writer. Like,
2: yeah, he's, a, he's writer. a writer.
1: As in the spirit of Samuel Beckett. And he certainly, he certainly from out of the gate. He's almost an incredible filmmaker. Oh, yeah. he, and I don't
2: he, say that lightly. I say that as no, somebody who's no. a very critical and harsh of
1: he, says, and he says, unkind says in
2: interviews or yeah, in interviews that in college he was, he kind of had this pressure because after his shorts, he was kind of seen as like the it kid. And so that kind of had this added Absolutely. pressure. And so when I read that I was I was a little skeptical cuz I'm like, okay, well, like how good are your sh- like 2-minute shorts? And they are fantastic. I mean, we talked about feeling, but John so Waters was be proud. His uh,
1: first uh, his first short uh, that he does at NYU in 84 is called Feelings and yeah. it's available online. You can stop the video right now Free. and you can watch
0: it. Yeah. Feelings for all my life I'll feel it. I wish you'd never left me alone with only feelings whoa 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 feelings
1: um but check it out and honestly i watched it and again maybe i'm being a little more generous with these because no having, i don't think so having kind of experienced similar you know school and filmmaking kind of stuff that i can get an idea of where he was coming from from the fact that you're basically limited in so many ways with film school projects that you're just trying to make anything that's fucking interesting out of a very tight parameter with very, you know, no money, just anybody who will be kind enough to work with you and give you their time. So when you see something like feelings, I mean, I was absolutely blown away. Like I said, I think to you, that was my first reaction was if I was in his class in film school, I would have fucking hung it up, man, right after I saw that shit and was like, nope, this isn't the career for you, partner. This guy is gonna be a fucking success, I mean, I could see it. Yeah. I feel like you could see it right away. Just his, I, shot, his shot choice. I mean, it's everything. it's so. And he's,
0: again, full, I, he's like I fully this, formed right I say away. This so almost.
2: unpretentiously. Like I'm like I don't fucking, You are so it, unpretentious. i just you know. Uh, Pretentious son of a he, bitch. It is. It's so. It's so well formed. The only thing that's lacking is like simply like technology. It's like oh sure, he's on like a shitty sure. camera. Right. He's, he's like, probably
1: shooting on a 16 millimeter you know yeah, like, era. So, it's so. Bolex. I'm sorry, not Aeroflex. How could I?
2: I don't even know i mean it's like, was that it's, was that todd solens coming through there <laughs> um it's so it's just really well formed and it's so Absolutely. like mature already it was something
1: like, that immediately my first reaction was like that's something that would made john waters smile right and again was, he's no. he's coming at you we can only tell tell you so much without you actually having watched the video but well, we're gonna assume that you went back minutes, we're so. going to assume that you went back and you watched the video because so. free todd solens i mean come on let's watch it so in the video, it's about a young man who is played by the lovely, young, beautiful Todd Solondz. the young man, and he uh, shot in black and white, you know, as you do in film school on those 16 millimeter shorts. And it's about a character who is contemplating the loss of his beloved, and he's maybe thinking about casting himself onto the shallow rocks below in some beautiful beach on the on the East Coast.
2: surprised he didn't act more i'm surprised you know what i mean i think he's, he's shy. Just, i think he's just shy about it. i think he, of course around. yeah i just i think he's, he's really
1: great. good though he's a fantastic he's, actor yeah. he does a second black and white short yep, at yep. nyu which is babysitter in 1984 feelings yep. was also in 1984 yep. which are kind of him just first starting out and again he talks about it a lot in interviews i don't want to try to get too specific but at some point he kind of becomes disillusioned with nyu and decides that maybe film school wasn't the right place for him and that yeah. it's not not maybe uh, the best choice for how to spend his money and his uh, time. As, so, a fellow,
2: as a fellow, I'm sure you right? and I both can relate to that. We can both Liberal relate arts to that. Creative,
1: creative arts maybe not being the best choice for schooling. But not to
2: spend your money on it.
1: You know? You'll be much happier in the long run and you'll be much more creative too. So... He ends up making one, at least as far as we know, his last film he makes at NYU is Shaft's Last Shot, which is a little more substantial and almost like- Absolutely, I think it's um, 13 minutes, and that is also- It's somewhere around
2: there. It's free on YouTube, again.
0: All right, coach. Three o'clock. On the court, we'll see who's a loser. I'm going to
2: lose. Just completely free on YouTube. It's so, so no we problem. We'll include. I'm a sure link that you can jump after down. we post this, it'll get taken down. Absolutely, because, because the two sense. people who see
1: this will be our moms and. Well, that's two people, so. That's it. Our mom's, I was going to say Todd Sollins. He'll just be there to take it down. So, he's just like. He's waiting. He's heard. So I I feel like uh, we finally got around to watching Shats Last Shot as we've kind of been going through these. It took us a minute to get started with the shorts, but we both got to Shats Last Shot because neither of us had seen his first film, Fear Anxiety No. No. And Depression. I mean we I was kinda staying away. I mean I wasn't staying away from it but I just I was only aware of it because it, it never had a dvd release yeah it was one of those that was stuck on vhs forever he's kind of disowned the movie he doesn't really like it to be talked about doesn't really discuss it in interviews no i actually have never we've watched a lot of interviews and he's never brought it up in a single interview he doesn't bring up his shorts i've never heard, i've never heard he of, doesn't
2: talk about him so this is it we're I here mean, to, no one asked to let him, you
1: know and we're the, here to explore that, that those exactly shows. like
2: they're wonderful on, they're really on, incredible. yeah exactly on some strange occasion i would ever it's, get a, a time to be like I, with todd sounds i'd be like dude, it's such a strong, it's such a I really like voice. feelings, man. That show yeah. is great. It's such a know? strong
1: and, start and it's so yeah. fully formed and his voice is there and his
2: worldview is so just distinctive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No his, his voice is so clear. It's Literally like right away. It's so well formed. But again, it's like, that's the voice that he has. It's like this complete, it's this underdog. That's this clear character throughout each film. You know what I mean? And if only it just keeps growing and getting more three dimensional and more kind of like into a window into like silence himself. And it's
1: a very natural growth and it's definitely him getting the opportunity to explore those ideas in what, again, as I might've labeled him incorrectly as being one of the last American independents. But in that sense that, wow, he was a guy who came out of film school. He didn't even graduate from NYU he said you know what he did shots last shot and he was like fuck this I'm done I'm this isn't what I this isn't how you become a, an artist you you do that's how you become an artist and he basically just fucked off and was able to put together the funding um as you've mentioned to me before people were offering him the opportunities to make yeah stuff, but yeah, he, he, he turned. as far as we know he turned him down studios, yeah. um and ended up making his own screenplay which is fear anxiety and depression and boy that's a film that certainly speaks absolutely volumes about him. Even though I've heard him say many times in interviews that it's not autobiographical. But he (laughs) definitely, he definitely in that one, we know he puts himself into his work certainly in that, you know, Don Wiener is a little bit of him. Absolutely. But we also know that he's not a 12-year-old
2: girl you know so sure yeah he talks about how like all his work is autobiographical in some sense of that like he's gone through similar things or right? experienced similar like emotions and experiences that he can empathize and relate to
0: life death it's just so depressing but what's depressing is is good
2: the, the all the shorts and i kind of mentioned this before and i'm not to, it's, this is not to trivialize or compartmentalize todd Solins in any way but I really feel that fear anxiety depression is sort of this like culmination of like this character that he was kind of creating Absolutely. and it was like sort yeah. of autobiographical. Obviously it's him. It's, it's him <laughs> in all these movies. So it's a little, a little like him. Sure. Despite but, he may claim that it is. Hmm, well, oh, It's an him. exaggeration. It of is the literally leader. him. So we yeah, cannot, I mean, it's, we cannot clear that, that it's like but face. It is. And we've said this before, and we can talk about this more when we get into the first film it has this kind of Woody Allen quality of like it's kind of the same character that he just kind of keeps putting in different situations and in different places and in different you know absolutely. environments. Absolutely. I think that that's a good tool for a young filmmaker
1: and I think that's absolutely because again the way to find your voice is to kind of like have a character and you know his
0: use that it's as him.
2: your as your vehicle. Sure absolutely would, you know.
1: I think that an important point uh to make about fear anxiety and depression mm-hmm. is that not only is it a continuation of that character arc that he kind of yeah. started with their shorts but that my main <laughs> takeaway was holy shit i'm literally watching a woody allen film sandwich between right. you know sleeper and bananas
0: back up quick you little prick back it up <laughs> jesus you do right anything? I can't believe it. I got fucking luck. I could kill him. I could kill him. Unbelievable. I get the luck. Ira, the pole. We don't do poles. We do glass. Come on over here. Move it. Come on. I got a schedule. Got a schedule. Got a lot of steps to make. A lot of people to see. Let's go. You put a break in that. I'll put a break in you. I swear to God. Lift it up. Lift it up. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs>
1: I think that the the interesting no thing listen. regardless <laughs> of that will never solve the mystery of if this is in fact an intentional Woody Allen tribute is Yeah, that, yeah, God until we ask it, him. Regardless of if that's true or not, this is a fucking fantastic first film. It, he doesn't and give I, I enough mean, credit. He obviously we're not to sell him short and say that this is all this Woody Allen bullshit. He really does still have his own voice and continues that very unique trajectory in fear, anxiety, and depression. And that he's somebody who's obsessed with trying to make this play uh just to give a brief synopsis without getting too deep into the story please watch the movie it's really hard to get a hold of but yeah. it's on vhs do whatever you can to get a hold of it <laughs>
2: Uh, episode one it's uh it's we're discussing todd sounds but mostly the episodes moving forward will always be one film per episode sure um unless the whole we're idea starting is... a new director or Absolutely. a new, new topic or or maybe we're just talking about something different and we move away from just movie directors we're but gonna take you for on... now it's just
1: yeah we're gonna take you on an adventure through film and we're gonna go director by director as we hold hands and celebrate todd <laughs> so each each episode you know don't hold so, my so hand please so on the next, yeah <laughs> But I don't want to hold your hand really much. Only just for a little while. Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming we'll put anything in your tuna, tuna salad sandwich. Uh, but Under the Influence is going to be a bit of a freewheeling, you know, journey. It's going to yeah, be, uh, yeah, we're, starting, we're, um, we're, we're under the influence, certainly. And it gets later and later, mind you, as we <laughs> record. So it yeah, won't I always think... be as loose as we are now, but perhaps it'll tighten up and we'll be able to take you on an informative so. well, and exciting.
2: With also, with also with with,
1: yeah. I mean, if you stuck if you stuck around to the end, thank you. Uh, it's yeah, beautiful. No, I'm, I'm sure we'll cobble something together out of this. Uh, you know, and if you Absolutely. have if you have time, stick around. See, uh, Real, hit the subscribe button. Boy, I've always wanted to say that. There is no
2: subscribe button. Hit the
1: subscribe yeah. button because boy, this is on YouTube. Put Get yeah on, put on the, the subscribe, subscribe button,
2: button like on the cat
1: or something. Like, there you go so again maybe Uh, you'll join us for the next episode for for the exploration of todd Solon's welcome to the dollhouse perhaps you'll never watch another video we make ever again or a podcast or whatever form this uh discussion takes Mm so
2: i'm guessing the second but that's good because i don't want to talk to you anyways (laughs) oh
0: I can see it in your eyes I can see it in your gaze So